The longest-running off-road and action motorsports radio show on the planet is coming to you live with the biggest guest in motorsports. Here is the only man on the planet who can pack this much dirt slinging and tire slaying into two hours a week. Sit back, strap in, and be prepared to get your ears blown. Here is Jim Beaver and the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. What's going on? Welcome to another edition of the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I am your host, Jim Beaver, locked and loaded here for another edition of the Down and Dirty Radio Show. And uh, man, we got a a slam-packed, jammed, full show today. I am taking next week off for the 4th of July, so yes, there won't be any Down and Dirty Show. There won't be any uh, Full of Parts Off-Road podcast. There will be a Project Action Dropping But all that being said, right now, we have what I am considering one of the biggest shows of the year. We've got Chris Leone with a double dose of power rankings. Tiffany Stone is on the line as well. She was out at ARA Rally, but we've got a couple of massive guests. One, my good friend Steve Torrance coming off a big victory. And, yes, and he is an ESPN SB nominee. If you're tuning in and you haven't voted already, please go to NHRA.com slash vote Steve. That'll forward you to ESPN's website. You can put in your vote for my boy Steve Torrance for uh, Racing Car Driver of the Year. And then also my other guest, the prodigy, the IndyCar prodigy, Mr. Colton Herda. He is calling in, coming off a big poll that he won there at Road America in Wisconsin. And... um He's just going to talk about his career, IndyCar, and a whole lot more. Not only that, man, we've got, uh, I don't know, we just have so much to cover today. Like, I am really, really excited to be here. Like I said, we're going to take a week off next week. We definitely want to have a packed house today. And uh, it's to the point where I I had so much stuff, we had to trim some of it out. Like, it was crazy. It's crazy. We're going to have to trim some of it out today. But anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. Hit me up if you got any questions for any of our guests, at JimBeaver15 on social media, or if you just want to get a hold of me, and make sure and go over to iTunes and subscribe to uh, the podcast, and you're going to get all of our shows. Uh, And, uh, you know, if you want Project Action, you'll have to uh, hit that one up over on Podcast One or the other feed on iTunes. But, yeah, man, Slam Pack Show today. Thank you guys for tuning in. It is going to be two hours of one heck of a good time right here on this week's edition of the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor you want extreme performance reliability and the most fun you can have on four wheels the polaris razor brings it to you but you don't need to take my word for it you can take theirs i'm tanner faust and i choose the polaris razor because it's the most fun you can have with the steering wheel what's up i'm ronnie renner and i choose polaris razor because it's the sickest most reliable side by side on the planet what's up everybody heavy d from diesel brothers listen i'm on team razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Ford WP is more than a store. We're truck and Jeep experts and have been for over 50 years. 
from wheel and tire upgrades to full custom builds, 4WP has you covered. Whether you want to order the best parts online or shop in-store, do the work yourself or get it done by a pro, all roads lead to 4WP. Do your rig right. Shop online or find your store at 4WP.com. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. Super ATV is the industry leader in aftermarket UTV and ATV parts and accessories. Super ATV products are designed, engineered, tested, and manufactured right here by Super ATV. Whether you're looking to upgrade your suspension, get stronger axles, or you're looking for a new winch to get you out of a tough spot, Super ATV has what you're looking for. And since we know you're in a hurry, we offer fast, free shipping to the lower 48 states on all orders. Visit SuperATV.com now and get your UTV or ATV dialed in. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Go check out MyMedic.com for the best first aid kits on the planet and save 15% with discount code Jim Beaver. Again, MyMedic.com, discount code Jim Beaver, and save 15%. It's cheaper than a few. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome uh, Chris Leone, my media director, to the show. Uh, Chris, man, power rankings. This was... Um, I would say that this was a weekend of uh, of dominance. Uh, that would be uh, that would be the easiest easiest way I think to sum this one up. Yeah, absolutely, Jim. I mean, there have been all sorts of just impressive performances over the past week. Guys who have just put an absolute hurting on the field. You know, NHRA, IndyCar, Pro Motocross, just everywhere. The the cream of the crop really shown over the past weekend in racing two wheels and four. Yeah. So I guess uh, we got a lot to talk about. I think we're going to spend a little more more time on our picks and reasons why. I know there's a couple of guys that I really want to dive into and kind of talk about some of the storylines in their specific motorsports. So I think we are going to uh, dive into things. I guarantee you my number five is not like your number five. There is no possible way, just so listeners know, Chris and I do not collaborate on these. We have no idea what each other's picks are going to be. First time we hear them is actually when you guys hear them. Um, so Chris, starting things out, power rankings for this past week, who is number five on your list? 
Well, Jim, you know, it's interesting because 30 seconds before we started this segment, I was crossing out names and adding two new ones to my list. Isn't that funny? Because um, mine's the same way. Dude, it's like a, it's like this fluid concept. And up until we say who they are, like I have literally been in the mid-segment and swapped guys from like fourth to third or third to fourth. Like mine's always a fluid concept. It's not locked in until I say them. You know, the funniest thing is because we do previews of so many other racing series and we don't necessarily focus on NASCAR preview content, when I do my power rankings the first time, I almost always forget NASCAR. And then I go back in and realize, oh, right, that's kind of an important one, isn't it? So <laughs> as a matter of fact, I had to uh, I had to put one of the stock car people, and that's funny because that was my background before coming into off-road. But um, yeah, I, I think our number fives are certainly going to be different. Um there is one type of racing that I am very heavy on this weekend. Um, so my number five is actually uh, Bob Tasker the third, going back to back in NHRA funny car with a second victory in a row. Believe it's the first time he's ever done that. I mean, he hadn't won a Wally since 2012 until getting to Bristol, and then to go into Norwalk and go back to back. I mean. You know, that Tasca team is really firing on all cylinders right now. And it's, you know, it, it's super impressive to me to see any time that anybody's able to string victories along. And uh, we'll get to that a little bit later in the power rankings as well with some other drivers. But uh, I've got Bob Tasca the third down at number five. You know, Tasca was on my honorable mention list this week. And I say that as guys like that. My Just so people know, my honorable mention list is always guys like, you know, the, there's guys in my head. You know, they, they could be on there, but for some odd reason, they just didn't quite make the cut. Because I usually start out with probably, I'm probably like you, six, seven drivers, and then I've got to narrow it down to five. So Tasca was definitely on my honorable mention list. I guess that doesn't help Bob in this case, but um, he, he was in my thought process. He just didn't quite hack it on my list. My number five, I am going to go to ARA in Idaho. And uh, I'm actually not picking the winner. David Higgins did not win, which was a surprise. I'm not picking the winner, Jeff Seahorn, who it was his very first ARA victory. I guess, I guess to me, I would have rather him beat David heads up. But um, I don't know. No, Seahorn is not my pick. David Higgins is not my pick. I am going with third-place finisher Carl Markham. Because Carl Markham took third place overall in a national rally in a UTV. That is right. He had a UTV. He finished third overall in a national rally. We're talking spanked some Subarus and some open wheel cars in a UTV. I have long said, I know Steph Verdier was there too. Steph was right in the mix. Markham clipped Steph by, um, I don't know, it was less than a minute, I believe. Um, so Steph, you know, he, he was in there, but ultimately didn't get the victory, but I have long said UTV. Somebody at some point is going to show up to a rally, and uh, and I don't know how you know I don't know how hot rotted out uh, Markham's UTV is, but somebody's going to build a proper rally UTV, and I think they're going to come in and they're going to overall a national rally, and I mean heads up against David Higgins type overall a national rally, and I know the rally purists. I've been on the boards and everything else, and I've got fought wars, and they're going to be tuning in and they're going to hate me, and I'm going to get heat on the internet, and I don't care. Um, they need to get out of their hole. And realize how damn fast UTVs are because they want to ignore them. They don't want them in rally. They're going to take over. They're going to they're going to ruin the sport. Well, truth is, if the damn thing's faster than a Subaru, why not have them? I don't care what it looks like, what it is. If it's fast, it's fast. 
So, Carl Markham, you are third on my list, my man. You finished third overall in a national rally at Idaho, and I hope that all the rally purists flat eat their words, swallow them, and choke on them because you are my man at number three, Carl Markham, or third place, and you're number five on my list. So there you go, Chris. What do you think of Carl Markham on uh, on the list? <laughs> I am with you, Jim. I love UTVs for rally. I love UTVs just in general. It's funny because two years ago, I mean, before I was working with you and before we had, um, you know, the possibility of a Polaris project in GRC that unfortunately never really got off the ground, you know, they just weren't on my radar at all. I mean, that said, obviously, I was, you know, pretty focused just on the rallycross side of things. And I wasn't really thinking about a lot of other, uh, you know, other forms of motorsport, other types of vehicles, anything like that. But you know, very quickly came to fall in love with UTVs. And, you know, I've been a big proponent as big as I can be of UTVs coming to rally. They're just fun as hell to drive. They're fun as hell to watch. You know, I've talked with Steph, I've talked with Reese Millen. They, they both came out and did Rally Colorado last year, which I was at. And, you know, they're, they're just some impressive pieces of kit. There's some really awesome machinery and, you know, the fact of the matter is we're going to see a lot more UTVs on the podium. And, you know, I am with you on the rally purists. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go too far, but it has been an incredibly frustrating community to deal with and a lot of things. And uh, I will say that part of the reason why there hasn't been so much rally coverage from me this year is because of the community, which I hope will at some point take an eye to itself, realize how harmful it's been to itself with, just how backward some of its views have been. Um, you know, I, I'm with I'm with you. Having having a UTV driver on the podium absolutely worthy of the list. I mean, I just admittedly I didn't really follow this week because it's been it's been really frustrating to see a lot of things that have gone down over the past year in the uh, rally community. You know, some people that have gotten pushed out, some things that have happened um, that I think have sort of set things back, and it's really unfortunate. But uh, you know, it, it's awesome to see a UTV driver in the top three, and um, I'm glad that you uh, were able to give them a shout. Yeah, well, you know, and it's interesting, too, because it's like they don't even want to classify them in the rally. It's like you've got all the standings where it's, like, open. I, I look at the, I, you know, I looked, and they ran the exact same amount of stages, everything else, exact stages, but it's like, okay, so you've got all the cars here, national entries or whatever, you know, and it's classified, open light, open, two-wheel drive, all this, and then, like, down in their own separate category, you've got UTVs. And so you've got to actually take their time and then go and apply it against the national ones, you know, to see where they would fall in. So it's like they're even even ARA is treating them like the redheaded stepchild, you know, like to me, it's just it's madness, you know, and, and I know we've had this conversation in off road and they've been embraced wholeheartedly at this point. And I mean, we're seeing top, you know, UTV sneak into the top 10 overall, I think, or not top 10, but right. I mean, Wayne Matlock had a great run a while back, but um, you know, it, it's one of those where in motorsports you adapt or you die, you have to evolve. And I think that's been the biggest problem with stage rally. They have failed to adapt. They failed to evolve. And now, you know, it's really stunning their growth. And I hope this opens the eyes of some of them like, hey, we need to embrace these UTVs, you know. I'd love to see a dozen of them at, at some of these national rallies, you know. I mean, I would build one right now, but I just don't uh, – I, I, I don't want to go and invest that kind of money in a car that, you know, next week the rally Pierce may go, ah, oh, yeah, we don't want them anymore. You know, and then you're sitting there with a relic with cobwebs, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just – 
Vent over, but that was my number five. Uh, Carl Markham, my man, congratulations on the podium. Well-deserved. I know I got tagged on Instagram by somebody, and I was like, no, I am not going to forget about you guys, but uh, got him at number five on my list. Let's roll into number four, Chris. Who do you have at number four? All right, Jim. So for number four, um, I am sticking with drag racing. I am going with Andrew Hines. I mean, what can you say about the kind of season that he's having so far? It's not quite as maybe prolific as a certain other driver who may or may not be on the show this week, but, you know, five out of seven victories to start the season in pro stock motorcycle. I know you're not running all 24 events, but you know, that's, that's pretty darn impressive. That's, you know, pretty high level of dominance, pretty high success rate. And I know that he had a uh, pretty disappointing season last year. So to see somebody come back out like that, you know, pick up Wally after Wally after Wally to start the year, really set himself up, put himself in a good place for uh, once we get to the countdown later in the year. I'm really impressed with what Andrew Hines has been doing in Pro Stock Motorcycle. So he's my number four. All right. And before we get to my number four, uh, we are going to take a short commercial break. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, 
Get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Chris Leone here midway through our power rankings. Uh, Chris had uh, Tasca at number five. Andrew Hines, we just found out at number four. I had... Uh, uh, Carl Markham at number five on my list, which brings me to my number four, who I'm going to go to F1, which I threw out a tweet and said F1 lost me as a fan. And I'm actually going with the race winner, but not because he actually won the race. Louis Hamilton is number four on my list. Obviously, he did win uh, the Formula One race this past weekend. But I, I'm, I'm going to throw the uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, I don't know. He stepped up. As a driver, he went to the FIA. He went to some meetings that he probably wasn't invited to. And, uh, you know, he's finally becoming a voice of the sport. I think this is what everybody wanted. He's, you know, he is basically the current generation of Michael Schumacher. He, you know, he's one of the greats, going to go down as one of the greats of all time. But he went to the FIA, went to the owners, constructors, everybody, and said, look, our sport is screwed up. We've lost the fans. It's boring. And, you know, and here's a guy who he's winning everything, Chris, Louis Hamilton is like, you would think he would want to keep it the way it is, because obviously he's winning races, you know, he's going, no, like, we're screwed. We we need to rethink this thing. We've lost the fans. You know, you know, it's just F1. I mean, you know, obviously, we had what happened there in Canada. And now it turns around and Daniel Ricciardo had something very similar at the French Grand Prix, where they threw double penalties at him, because he made an aggressive pass. It's like they don't even want passing. They don't want racing. I don't know what the hell is going on with F1 right now, but number four on my list is Lewis Hamilton because he actually stepped up to the FIA and Formula One and said, er, pump the brakes, stop. We've got major, major problems here, and these things need to be fixed. So because he had a set of balls and he went to the FIA, not because he won, Lewis Hamilton's number four on my list. Man, I am I am with you, Jim. I'm impressed with how uh, Lewis Hamilton has handled himself definitely over the past few years. I know that guys like that are easy to hate. They're easy to hate because not only do they have win, but they, you know, do they have a lot of wins, but they have personalities that can be grating for somebody, you know, if, if your favorite driver isn't winning and you see how the guy who is celebrates. I mean, there are a lot of people like that. It's the same reason that people hate Kyle Busch. They hate when he gets up on top of the car with the checkered flag and does the bow. They hate the way he handles interviews. They hate the way he conducts himself. A lot of people hate the way that Lewis Hamilton does too. But, you know, I've always respected how Lewis Hamilton, you know, just wants better competition in Formula One, wants more competition in Formula One, doesn't want fitting, doesn't want to just be able to run away with events and run away with championships and i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i think i've actually seen him put forth a couple of nice words about indycar here and there um hell is freezing over you know, when I, that I, happens I, too <laughs> yeah right yeah, hell is I mean, freezing one over can only dream yeah. one can only dream that he might come over but yeah i mean look it's you know it's open wheel racing and i'm sure that we will both get to indycar a little bit later um but my number three, I am actually going to go to the tin tops. I am going to go to the stock cars. I am going to go to Martin Truex Jr., another victory at Sonoma, 
hung on, beat Kyle Busch. I mean, they were well ahead of the pack at the end of that race. And, uh, you know, it was, it's just, it's impressive to see everything that Martin Truex Jr. has done with his career. I mean, you know, he's kind of had this curse on him in terms of teams that he's been to shutting down, you know, DEI shut down and like furniture row shut down between there. He had the Michael Waltrip racing deal that fell through with, uh, you know, everything that happened there. It's, all the credit in the world to Truax, everything that he's done, been able to take that championship, slot it into Joe Gibbs racing and has found himself at home. You know, it's, it's really been impressive to see what he's done with his career. And, uh, you know, it, I, I'm impressed with the way that he handled Sonoma. And I know that uh, obviously the big story was Daryl Waltrip, you know, and his swan song and sort of taking a bow on his, uh, on his career, 19 years of broadcasting, which, you know, is, is no easy feat. And frankly, if I'm doing this, you know, if I'm doing guest spots, even for 19 years, then that's a hell of an effort. Um, but, you know, all the credit in the world, the Truex, you know, they played that race perfectly. They were able to hang on, take the victory and uh, you know, it could be another championship season for them. Yeah, no. And uh, you know, in the same exact spot, I had Martin Truex on my list, everything you'd said, um, you know, obviously I did, I know you missed, it was back-to-back Sonoma wins. He won last year, won again this year. Um, you know, and also the guy's red hot right now. He's uh, got four wins on the season, and those four wins have all come in the last eight races. Um, so Martin Truex, Sonoma, I, I always, you know, I always, I'm a road course fan with NASCAR, so I always bump up the road courses, uh, you know, just a hair. You know, I think they're a little bit tougher to win just because they're out of these guys' elements a little bit. Um, so, yeah, Martin Truex, number three on my list, same as you, Chris. Which rolls us into our top two, and uh, I'm pretty sure we've got the same top two, but I'm kind of interesting to see which one we rank over the other. So, uh, Chris, who do you have at number two on your list? Well, Jim, this one was tough because, uh, you know, I really didn't want to do the 1A, 1B thing. I know we've done it before. I know, I think both of us have done it at least once, but I hate it. It's kind of a cop-out, you know, yeah. and... I mean, this this really came down to me looking at, well, how are we really doing this these power rankings? I mean, how much context, you know, how, how, how much weight do we want to put on the context of what you've been doing over the past few months rather than just the past seven days? And for me, it came down to, and I feel bad because, again, he's on the show this week, but uh, I put Steve Torrance at number two. Um, if the winning streak was still going – I would have had him at number one, I think, no doubt. But, um, you know, still six out of seven victories in the past seven races ain't bad. That's that's a single round loss because he still made it to the final at the one race that he lost. So what is that, 27 for 28 in elimination rounds over the past couple of months? I mean, Steve-O absolutely earned that SB Best Driver nomination and – Frankly, I feel like if you're voting for anybody else, you just really don't understand no. exactly what he accomplished. I mean, it's insane with, you know, just the context there. And I mean, yeah, Hamilton dominated F1 last year, but the machinery is just so important in F1. I mean, you really know that it's going to be one of two cars that wins at this point with the way the regulations are. With NHRA, I mean, every weekend really is kind of a pick em. And for steve-o to be as dominant as he has you know it's unlike anything we've really ever seen before and he's been on the list you know for both of us quite frequently but um 
you know, just really trying to focus my picks on this weekend, I had to put him at number two. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, Steve, he's become one of my, you know, one of my really, really good friends. And uh, I got him at number two on my list, too. (laughs) I mean, I I just had to. Like you said, if the streak was going on, yes, he's absolutely number one. And this is not taking him away. I mean, you know, for God's sake, six out of seven wins. I mean, like, that's just mind-boggling to me. His Actually, his last three years are mind-boggling. Um, but like you said, you, we've got to separate something somehow, somewhere. Uh, I think, like you said, to me, I know ESPYs is more of a popularity contest. I don't know that he will win the ESPY. I know I'm voting every day. We're working on content. We're trying to get the word out. I, I encourage anybody listening to us right now, please go and vote for Steve Torrance for that SP. He deserves it. You look at everybody on the list, not taking anything away from Dixon, Bush, or uh, Louis Hamilton, but what Steve accomplished last year and is doing this year is absolutely second to none. Um, but, uh, yeah, Steve, uh, my man, uh, he's been on the top of my list plenty of times. He is second on my list today because, which rolls us into our number one, which I believe is mutual at this point, Alexander Rossi, Chris. This guy, oh, it is. 30 seconds. Like, that's mind-boggling. Like, there, there was the last pit stop of the race. He pulled in. All the other pit crews were literally sitting on the wall watching. He takes off. He He's completely out of sight. And then, like, the rest of the field comes in and starts pitting. Like, it was just – it was crazy. Who wins by 30 seconds in IndyCar? I mean, just think about the context in that, Jim. That's that's two laps in a NASCAR race at Bristol Motor Speedway. That is probably more time than you spend racing in an elimination – you know, in elimination rounds during an NHRA event. 30 seconds is an eternity. 30 seconds is an eternity in just about any form of racing. I mean, you know, (laughs) even the Pinsky guys go, Will Power summed it up, I think, the best. He goes, yeah, he goes, I think I had the best car. He says, I think I had a race-winning car today. He's like, we had an amazing car. And he's like, if Alexander Rossi didn't show up, he's like, I had an amazing car. And he's like, which makes me wonder, he's like, the heck are those guys doing he's like i have a car that's really really good but he's like obviously our cars suck because for somebody to win by 30 seconds he's like that's like half a second a lap he's like how do you do that even like the penske drivers were just like wow like what what's going on here you remember being a kid and playing video games and putting things on easy mode because you just really you you weren't playing for anybody else you were basically playing to win that's what that looked like I know that wasn't the case, obviously. We're not just living in a simulation where whoever is tapped into Rossi is playing racing games on easy mode, but that's what it looked like. I mean, that that is the kind of beatdown that you don't see in racing these days, unless you're in Long Beach in April and your name is still Alexander Rossi. I mean, God, it, it's like they're gonna have to they're gonna have to do what people do in like short tracks where they invert the field and they start the fast guys <laughs> at the back and you know to, just to make it interesting for everybody else they're gonna have to start rossi dead last and just be like all right have at it true story there all right we got to take a short break 
I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Anywhere is possible. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, providing anywhere is possible with a down-and-dirty radio show since 2012. Do you race or are you a weekend warrior? Have you checked on the date on your helmet recently? Don't get caught off guard by using an outdated helmet. Impact Racing, the leader in motorsport safety, has new SA 2015 helmets to fit your budget. Whether you're looking for a helmet with a full carbon fiber shell to take you to victory at the Indy 500 or just looking for some helmets for a weekend at Glamis, Impact Racing has a helmet for you. Find out more information at impactraceproducts.com or on Facebook at Impact Safety. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. Super ATV is the industry leader in aftermarket UTV and ATV parts and accessories. Super ATV products are designed, engineered, tested, and manufactured right here by Super ATV. Whether you're looking to upgrade your suspension, get stronger axles, or you're looking for a new winch to get you out of a tough spot, Super ATV has what you're looking for. And since we know you're in a hurry, we offer fast, free shipping to the lower 48 states on all orders. Visit SuperATV.com now and get your UTV or ATV dialed in. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my next guest to the line, Mr. Colton Herda. I think uh, last time we caught up was actually in uh, maybe in the garage there at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. But uh, welcome back to the show, Colton. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so... All right, we got a lot to talk about today. You know what? I was thinking back. I was like, you know, the first time I, I had to really, really think. I was like, I, I before Andy, I think I'd met you somewhere. And I started thinking back. I'm like, yes, there was a time when uh, your dad was involved in GRC. You ran a lights car, and we were actually at a party at Red Bull together during GRC or something. And, man, I had to pick oh, my yeah. brain. It was way back. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. I would have been like 13 or 14. Yeah, I was going to say they had the Formula One car there and all kinds of stuff. And we were just, it was yeah. just kind of a, like a, I don't know, it was some kind of cocktail party. I can't even remember what we were there. And then they had like their big uh, movie theater and they had something going on in there. 
I can't. I honestly, I can't remember. That was yeah. a long time ago, man. No, I do remember that actually. Yeah. So yeah, how was that when you did lights cars? I know you just did like one race, right? I know your dad was involved in the series for a while. How yeah. was that? I I did the X Games and my engine blew up in in like the semi or something, so I didn't even make the race. Yeah. Is that, I know there's still some indie cars. Uh, you know, obviously Andretti's got a little bit of involvement there with Faust and what they've got going on. And then uh, um, I think what Dry and Reinbold still have a little bit of a. I don't know. Is that something like if it ever popped up again, you'd like to go and do like a supercar or something? Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Um, 600 horsepower all wheel drive and, and sliding through the dirt. Obviously, I didn't get that much power in the lights car. I think it's like 350, 400 in the lights car, which yeah. is, is still relative to the weight and size of the car. It's still quite a bit, but um, yeah, those supercars are beasts. Yeah. Well, you know, and I started looking back like to do this interview, and I was like, man, you, you've done a ton of racing for you know just being the age that you are and actually driving an Indy car, man. And I want to go back, and I know uh, you know obviously we can talk about lights and stuff like that. Uh, I'm talking about Indy lights, but how was racing in Europe, man? For an American kid to go over to Europe, I mean, what, how was that experience for you going over there? And you know, you were involved in I believe Formula Three and some other different series, but I mean that that's a whole different racing culture over there than we get in the United States. How was that? Yeah, it was good. I, I moved over there at 14 years old, um, and, and I was living on my own, actually, over there. So it was a, it was a big, big change to what I was used to uh, growing up in, in Los Angeles. And going over there in wintertime, it was it was quite a difference. But, yeah, it definitely matured me. I, I had to learn to, to clean for myself, to cook for myself. More as a person, it matured me. And then it kind of related to my, my driving as well. I, I was in the car at least twice a week uh we did 30 races and uh 25 test days the year my first year that i went over there um Man. so I was, I was always in the car and um it was an awesome experience yeah that's i mean i don't even know where you could do that here in the united states unless you started doing like local dirt track stuff or something like that like that's an insane yeah. amount of races and test days dude yeah it was a lot so, uh, you know, and moving on, you move, come back here to the States. I know, uh, you know, last year, uh, you know, kind of, you kind of had a one-off in IndyCar with Harding, which led to kind of where, where things are at today. But take me through lights and kind of the transition to IndyCar, you know what I mean? Because I know, you know, they've got this big, you know, ladder system and things like that, road to Indy. But, you know, how, how was lights, you know, you know, obviously it prepares you to an extent for IndyCar, but what's been the biggest, like, change for you going from lights to going to IndyCar this year? I mean, what, you know, what, what was the biggest change like getting behind the wheel of an actual Indy car, you're like, oh wow, you know, there had to have been, you know, uh, an evolution in your driving style to to make that leap. Yeah, it was it was quite a bit different, but uh, in in the same sense, it was also very similar. I think the main differences are it's about 250 horsepower, quite a bit downforce, uh, carbon brakes on the Indy car. Those are the biggest things to get used to, but the driving style didn't really change. Um, you know, I think the Cooper tires on the lights car is different, um, and and maybe a little different than the Firestones, but the, the relative style of driving the cars were were very similar actually, and I think that kind of smoothed the process. That's why we were able to go so quick so early on um, and and have the form that we've had. Yeah, well, and I think that was you know I I remember it was I think the preseason test at Circuit of the Americas, and uh, you showed up there, and it was like immediately like. 
you know, you guys were a, a you know a, a new-ish team, I guess, with Harding Steinbrenner. You know, obviously a new team this year, but Harding had been in the series a little bit. But like you guys go into this year, you know what I mean? And it was like, you know, I think everybody thought, oh, Colton, you know, he's got a lot of talent, stuff like that. And you guys showed up at Circuit of the Americas, and it was like, yeah, dude, the the secret was out of the bag. You know, I think everybody immediately went, oh wow, they're they're here to play. These guys are fast. Yeah, they either thought that or thought we were cheating for the time. <laughs> we were completely legal. I think it took. I think it was a bit of a shock. It was a shock for me too. I was like, "What the heck is going on?" I thought we were going to be like on a good day, be in the top ten, just slowly work on the pace, and uh, it wasn't anything like that. Yeah. Well, and that rolls us into Circuit of the Americas earlier this year. You took that victory, obviously youngest IndyCar winner uh, ever. But, you know, we knew you had speed there from the preseason test. But, you know, something like that, it, it, is that track, did it just favor you? I mean, it, it, there's got to be something like you and Circuit of the Americas and the, your team, obviously there, there's just some magic there at this point. I mean, what, what, what is the deal around Circuit of the Americas and you guys? Because between the preseason test and then that win, I mean, things just happen to work there for you guys. Yeah, I'm sorry, a diesel truck is passing me right now. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure what it was. Our qualifying pace was good, but it wasn't outstanding. We, we qualified for it. Um, the race pace, though, it was just the car was so good on cold tires. Like, even even when I dropped off of Rossi in the first stint about second and a half, I made it up on the outlap, and I, I jumped him in the pit sequence from doing an undercut. So I, I don't know what it was. Our outlet boost was so good. Our restarts were really good um, right at the end there when it was crucial. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not really sure how to pinpoint one thing, but just the whole team did a great job. All the stops were were perfect. You know, we didn't lose any time in the pits. We, we didn't lose any time anywhere, really. We were, we were really good. We had a little bit of tired egg in the middle stint, but, um, you know, once the track rubbered up, we were even faster. Yeah. Well, and how does push to pass come into play? Because I know, especially coming out of Road America, there's been there's been a lot of talk on push to pass and how it can be tweaked and things like that. And I know, correct me if I'm wrong, but Lights actually uses a little bit different push to pass system where you have to be within like a second yeah. of the car in front of you and things like that. And I know you're talking about in laps yeah. and out laps, you know. And I know a lot of drivers are hitting the push to pass on in and out laps. I mean, was there an adjustment on when to actually use that coming from Lights? Because now all of a sudden you can use it whenever you want. It is, there is a bit of an adjustment period, um, but, you know, I think it's relative, like, you see a lot of guys push on in-laps, push on out-laps, so that's when the most switching of positions happens in IndyCar, even though we might have a lot of on-track action, there's actually even more passing in the pits than on-track, um, you can see guys move up three positions, which, you know, that might take 10 laps on track, and if you can do it in one lap in a pit sequence, it's huge, so, so kind of, triggering the push to pass on the in-laps and the out-laps to try and maximize the speed that you have um, is huge. And, yeah, whereas in Indy Lights, it's a second and a half to the guy in front, and you can use it, and I think you get, like, 10 or 20 pushes, something something like that, 10, 15 pushes. Um, so you have to conserve them a little bit, too. But, um, yeah, it definitely improves the racing at that point because you can't use it to defend like you can in IndyCar. Um it's just two different ways of using it, I guess. Yeah. 
You know, so let's kind of talk about this year. Obviously, we talked about Circuit of the Americas leads us to, uh, you know, the Indy 500. I was actually, you know, fortunate enough, got to catch up with you there, I think, around the GP. But, um, you know, you've been to Indy before. You know, you, you obviously, you're, you know, your dad competed there. I mean, you've, you know, your dad's been an owner there. Like, you, you've been around, you know, the Indy 500. How was this, like, your first experience actually racing the Indy 500, man? I mean, it, you know, that's got to be, you know, for any driver in America, I mean, even globally, I mean, that, that's the dream right there. I mean, how, how was that first? experience at the Indy 500 for you and taking it all in because I mean it's a pressure cooker of a couple of weeks yeah um Indy 500 sucked but <laughs> <laughs> it was it was fun to be in the show it was fun to have the everything until the race started was yeah. amazing you know the pre-event all the test days leading up to it the qualifying weekend um making the fast nine and then unfortunately we had the the small a yeah. uh, fuel leak that caused a fire and, and burnt up a whole bunch of the looms and stuff that, that kind of prematurely ended our, our day on whatever lap it was, five or six. Um, so that part sucked. But, but just to be able to be in the show was awesome and um, have a fast car like I did. We were running fifth or so, I think, and that's where we qualified, and we were running there. And as far as I was concerned, the car felt good. Um, it felt really good relative to, to the other guys because actually right from the start I didn't have – I didn't have six gears, so we, we got up to fifth gear, and I was bouncing off the limiter going down the straights and stuff, and we were still able to keep up. So I think relative to that, our car was, like, really fast. So, um, yeah, you got to take it on the chin. It's it's an unfortunate one, especially because that's the, that's the one you don't want anything to go wrong. All the other ones, uh, if you have a bad day, it's all leading up to Indy, and, and as long as it goes well, that's, that's what matters. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, Indy didn't go well, but... You know, we, we, we took it on the chain. We got a lot to look forward to. Hopefully we have uh, many more years to come to try and win that thing. Yeah, well, I definitely think you will. And, you know, now you guys, obviously, you just wrapped up Road America. You got the poll there. We'll talk about that in a second. But how is it to finally now you've got, like, what, three weeks? Like, you, you got to think that's an eternity because you guys are coming off this bender of GP, Indy 500, Detroit Double, Texas, Road America. I mean, you guys have just, like, I mean, you guys have – it's got to be draining. I mean, you've got three weeks now. It's like well, you probably don't even know what to do with yourself, right? Well, I'm actually in – um I'm in uh, Watkins Glen right now for for the IMSA weekend. I I am doing some stuff for BMW. I'm not driving. I'm reserving, but um, kind of keeps me busy. And then, yeah, I got some stuff after that. But I'll be home hopefully for the Fourth of July and get to spend some time with my family after. It is a bit of a grind uh, from from kind of right from the beginning of May till you know now when we get a little bit of a break for the summertime. Yeah. Well, you know, going back, and obviously you guys took the poll. You took the win earlier at Circuit of the Americas, just took the poll at Road America this past weekend. Uh, you know, you know that had to have been exciting. I mean, you guys have all these milestones as this team. I mean, you know, going into this year, you guys knew it was, you know, it was one of those things. You're a new team. You know, this is going to be a building year. I mean, you know, you guys overall have to be really happy with where you're sitting with with the speed that you guys have shown and, and you know, and obviously the successes you've had. I mean, you know, are you guys exceeding expectations so far in 2019? I think so. Um, you know, besides our, our some of our race results that are poor from whatever issues might have happened, but um, you know, the, the speeds there—that's the most important thing. Everything else we can kind of refine and will come with experience. But um, you know, it's a lot easier to make a, a fast driver slow down than a slow driver speed up. So I think that's kind of what we're doing right now—is trying to refine everything and, and 
and make sure that the race pace is solid everywhere and we're not making any mistakes. Yeah, well, and I got to think you as a driver, and obviously the team probably too. I mean, they're they're collecting data at every event, but you as a driver, I mean, you're you're taking all these mental notes heading into next year, like, hey, we can change this, we can do this, and you know, you as a driver, obviously, you you've probably got you're probably really excited about 2020, just because you know you're going to take all this experience from this year and roll it into next year, and you know, and you're going to be that much further along, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's that's the thing that the the other guys have on me is, is they have years and years and years of experience and have been through a lot of situations that might play out in a race. So um, that's, that's where kind of the, the racing experience comes from. And the only way you can get better from that is uh, repetition. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and that being said, you know, the other drivers got experience. Obviously, you guys, uh, Harding Steinbrenner, kind of tied in with Andretti Technologies. Uh, your dad, you know, is, uh, is, you know, an owner on Marco's car. I mean, is there some guys around the paddock that uh, you can kind of rely on for some advice? Yeah. Um, Obviously, having Alex and me with the team, um, Brian Barnhart, there's a lot of guys that are experienced that, that work for the team that, that have been around IndyCar for a long time. Um, my engineer, Nathan O'Rourke, has been with, with a ton of teams and um, has been with Andretti before, Vision, Carpenter, a lot of different teams and has had success with all of them. So I've got a lot of guys in my corner. Like you said, also, Michael Andretti, Marco Andretti, all the, all the Andretti drivers, and including my dad. Um, are always there for for advice when I need it. Yeah. Well, it was uh, great catching up, Colton, man. I'll uh, let you get to uh, the fun there at Watkins Glen, man. Thank you for coming on the show, and uh, good luck the rest of the year. I'm sure uh, sure we'll talk uh, off and on throughout the year, my friend. But uh, thanks for taking the time, buddy. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you, Colton. And we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Guys, you manscape, right? You know. Tidy up below the belt? Trim the Yeti? Every guy knows the tree stands taller when the shrubs are trimmed. And 9 out of 10 women said that they prefer their men manscaped. But you got to use the right tools for the jewels, or you look like you clear cut the forest with a machete. And nicks and cuts are the last thing the twins down south need. Pop over to my buds at manscaped.com and check out their Perfect Package 2.0 featuring the lawnmower, which is the perfect tool for below the waist grooming. And it's rechargeable and waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. Manscaped invented skin-safe technology that won't nick or snag Mars or Uranus, which hurts like the dickens when Jupiter ascends. Order your Perfect Package 2.0 featuring all the right tools for the jewels and get 20% off plus free shipping and a free travel bag. Pop over to manscaped.com and enter promo code USA for 20% off plus free shipping and a free travel bag. Manscaped.com, promo code USA. That's manscaped.com, promo code USA. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. 
Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. And we are back here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Man, I don't know if you can pack much more into hour number one. Couple of a uh, couple of segments of power rankings, and uh, you know, uh, then rolling into Colton Herta. And uh, you know, this is one of those kids. You know, like this kid. I like I said, like we did in the interview. I've met him. I think when he's first thirteen. You know, and uh, this kid is like next level good. You want to talk about a prodigy? You want to talk about one of the kids you know is the future of motorsport? Uh, to be able to accomplish what he's done at this age. I mean, look at that. In the history of IndyCar, he is the youngest ever winner and the youngest ever pole sitter. I mean, that's saying something. You look at the talent that has come through IndyCar. I mean, decade after decade after decade of talent through IndyCar, and he is the youngest to ever pulse it, and he's the youngest to ever win? Man, you want to talk about a statement? Uh, You know, some of the all-time greats, he's already clipped, you know, their feats, which are astonishing in themselves. Like, to me, that's crazy. You... You want to be a fan. You want to hit yourself uh, on, uh, you know, on the on the horse that uh, you know that's going to take us into the next decades in the future of IndyCar. Colton Herta, this kid right now, real deal. And not only that, but uh, you know, Harding Steinbrenner Racing. I mean, we haven't even talked about George Steinbrenner, who is 22, the youngest owner in IndyCar history, and he's already got a team that is winning and taking poles. Like, this is crazy. You know, youngest driver, youngest owner in history. This team, if you're the rest of the IndyCar paddock, like, for real, you guys are taking notice. Everybody's nervous. Like, if they're doing this in year one, what's things going to look like in year two, three, four, five of this team? Like, to me, it's just mind-boggling how good they are, both as a team and Colton as a driver, this early on. Crazy. I am excited IndyCar is firing on all cylinders. Like, you know, this form of motorsport, man, they are they are just absolutely blowing it out of the stratosphere right now. So, yeah, this is uh, hour number one. We're going to roll right into hour number two here. Uh, coming up, uh, you know, hour number two, we got my good friend Steve Torrance, also Tiffany Stone on the line right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show 
on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, hour number two right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Thank you guys for joining us uh, once again. Uh, two hours. You know, some days like this week, we could have fit three hours into the show. I got interviews we're not even airing. Uh, meanwhile, check out uh, my other show, the Off-Road Edition. It actually dropped before the national show this week, so uh, it's already up there on iTunes and on the website, downanddirtyshow.com. Um, it's got my good friend Matt Martelli. We're talking about the state of off-road, the Mint 400, which does air this weekend, World of X Games, this Saturday. So, uh, yeah, if, you, uh, if you're an off-road fan, definitely be locked and loaded Saturday afternoon, World of X Games, the Mint 400. Hey, you might actually see me wheeling uh, my Polaris Razor there. So, uh, yeah, that, uh, that coming up, that's uh, some big TV this weekend, uh, which rolls us into uh, 4th of July and all the fun and excitement. Don't forget, we are, uh, we are taking next week off here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, and the Foil Parts Down and Dirty Show Off-Road Edition, because I am taking a very rare vacation for a week. That's right. I am going off the grid for a week. We will have a project action dropping. Uh, this week, my, good, uh, my guest is my good friend uh, Jacqueline Carrizosa, a.k.a. Brojack, as you guys know her. Uh, influencer, just an, amazing, uh, just an amazing rad person. I've had her on uh, multiple times on all my shows. Uh, always fun catching up with her. You guys are definitely going to enjoy that one. And, uh, you know, and then next week we are going to have uh, uh, Steve Torrance once again on Project Action. So uh, looking forward to that. But, uh, yeah, hour number two, we have my good friend Steve Torrance right here on the show. Uh, we're also going to uh, have my good friend Tiffany Stone, who was out at ARA Rally. I know big news coming out of the ARA Rally there in Idaho. Um, for the first time in a long time, there was no Subaru on the national podium. That's right. David Higgins having some problems. And i uh, got to give a big shout-out to Jeff Seahorn, who uh, ended up taking the victory overall at Idaho. I mean, it's so rare that a factory uh, Subaru, I, I want to call them Subaru Rally Team ESA, but it has changed. It's Subaru Motorsports, but a factory Subaru team isn't on the podium. Like, it's just crazy. Um, that That is so rare. That's the equivalent of hell freezing over, just saying. Um, so, uh, yeah, Jeff Seahorn taking that big victory. I know he's he's got to be absolutely stoked, beyond stoked on that. I mean, great effort by him. These guys, they put in the work the past couple of years. I give him a lot of credit. You know, he kind of came onto the scene uh, quite a few years ago, and, and uh, you know, and, and he was really quick out of the gate. Finally put it all together, took an overall victory. Big shout-out to uh, Jeff Seahorn and that team for for taking that victory. So, yeah, Tiffany Stone and uh, Steve Torrance. Steve Torrance will be up right now uh, when we come after this break uh, here on hour number two on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. So, you don't want to go anywhere. We got a whole lot more to come yet today. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story.
It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3 from General Tire. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressive styling with the Down and Dirty Radio Show since 2012. 4WP is more than a store. We're truck and Jeep experts and have been for over 50 years. From wheel and tire upgrades to full custom builds, 4WP has you covered. Whether you want to order the best parts online or shop in store, do the work yourself or get it done by a pro, all roads lead to 4WP. Do your rig right. Shop online or find your store at 4WP.com. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for 15% discount. Super ATV is the industry leader in aftermarket UTV and ATV parts and accessories. Super ATV products are designed, engineered, tested, and manufactured right here by Super ATV. Whether you're looking to upgrade your suspension, get stronger axles, or you're looking for a new winch to get you out of a tough spot, Super ATV has what you're looking for. And since we know you're in a hurry, we offer fast, free shipping to the lower 48 states on all orders. Visit SuperATV.com now and get your UTV or ATV dialed in. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to roll into uh, Dirtfish Rally Report this week. We're going to be talking some ARA rally up there in Idaho with uh, my partner in crime, Tiffany Stone. T-Stone, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Good. What is this? Good morning. No, it's good afternoon now. Yeah, yeah it, it <laughs> I'm all on depends. the east coast, so it's good afternoon. <laughs> yeah, you're east coast. Well, I, it's funny too because I've always Detroit. I've never thought is east coast. I've always kind of seen that as like a mid middle America type of thing. But you guys are Eastern time zones. So it's like always thrown me off. I always felt like Michigan should be Central Time for some reason. I don't know. I'm kind of weird that way, but I've always thought it should be. Well, if you're in Escanaba in the UP, remember, you know, whenever we're at Bark River, everybody's like, okay, set your watches, set your clocks, everything to Eastern time because it would go back and forth, you know, because Escanaba's right there on the time zone where it changes. So one day, one time it'll be like 2 p.m., but then if you like walk 100 feet, it's 3 p.m. So it's fun. Yeah, it's probably because, though, you got Detroit, Chicago, like you've got some massive cities right there. And, uh, you know, and I think probably for business practices, them being aligned with like New York City and, and, you know, in Boston and that it probably for big business, it probably makes more sense to be on Eastern, I would assume. Right. You know, I don't know. It's way above my pay grade. It, it, it is. But the crazy thing is Chicago is an hour behind us. Are they? I, I would have thought they were on Eastern, too. I don't know. See, I'm so screwed up. 
Um, no, no. I, but it's just because you looking at a map, you're just like, okay, well, this makes sense. But no, it, it's that. And I'm just like, oh, okay, well, didn't know that. Somebody was drunk when they designed the time zone straight up. Like, I think they just drew like some squiggly lines on paper and just like, yep, this works. Yeah, no, Chicago's an hour behind. Well, and the one thing that screws me up a little bit, and you can, you know, talk about this because of Arizona, is you don't spring forward. No, so we don't change time at all. This, <laughs> exactly. It's so weird. Yeah, so, yeah, sometimes we'll only be two hours apart. Sometimes we're three hours apart. Like, I don't know. I like it, but it, it works for us. But And I, I know they've actually talked about making it a nationwide thing, which I think uh, – you know, could actually happen at some point, but it it only makes sense if like the entire country were to do that and not bounce around. But I don't know. That's uh, I don't know. That's a story for another day. I do have something before we roll into talking some ARA rally with you, though. I posted on your Instagram. I said we are absolutely going to talk about this. I said I got to put you on the spot because I thought it was the funniest damn picture ever. The hell, are you like trying out for Greece or something? No. So um, that was a a shot that I did for a lookbook. So in the modeling world or the fashion world, there's these things called lookbooks. You know, they come out at the beginning of like the summer or the spring or the fall or the winter. And it showcases like the type of vibe or the style or the fashion that's for that season. And so this was for a Pelly Pelly lookbook. And so that's a Pelly Pelly Letterman jacket and stuff. And then that whole like vibe with the tall socks and the roller skates just reminded me of Greece. So the whole, you know, Sandy from Greece, tell me about it. stud. And, and then I thought about it. I was like, I think I really just aged myself. However, <laughs> I think they just came out with like a new Greece. So then maybe I didn't, but, that's from, you know, the Olivia Newton-John and uh, John Travolta days. Yeah, no, I was laughing. I saw it. I'm like, but now you're saying lookbook. I'm like, is there really somebody that would get like a Letterman's jacket and that pink outfit? Like, is that really a look people went for during summer that year? Like, uh, like I don't know, man. Maybe, obviously, we're not, a, we're not stylish in Arizona. But I'm looking at that going, if that was a lookbook, I don't know anybody that actually bought into that look. <laughs> No, it, the jacket, but we, so the whole vibe of that series, we were at like a 50 stock hop drive-in type thing with old classic cars. So I actually do have the lookbook. Maybe I'll post it on Instagram later on or whatnot. But so what it is, is it's just showcasing like Letterman jackets, clothing. It, it was just mostly jacket stuff. And so I have some other stuff. So maybe I'll post it on Instagram so people can know, know what we're talking about. But that was just the vibe of me being a stock hop, you know, girl that works there yeah well which i i find funny too because i i've always appreciated this about you like i know like as models you guys do some funny shoots sometimes and like afterwards you're probably like man i can't believe i actually did that you know what i mean like just some of the stuff you have to wear and things like that but one thing i've always appreciated about you is like you can poke fun at yourself you're like yeah i did something that was a little goofy there maybe maybe we wouldn't probably do that again a decade later but uh yeah it was funny then it worked whatever you know but you've always been able to like you know you can find humor in yourself you know well, and that's the thing. It's just, you know, people are going to say things about you and people are going to talk about you. But this is what I've learned. And maybe it's just the Detroit mentality or eight miles on the now coming up. It's just make fun of yourself first. If you make fun of yourself and take away all the things that they have to make fun of you, you know, Eminem's like, yeah, I'm white. Uh, my mom's a druggie. I live in a trailer park. Like, okay, tell me something I don't know about myself. Like, okay, cool. Like, 
yeah, I did this. Now tell me something I don't know. You know, I snort when I laugh a little bit. You know, I'm that's goofy, when I know you really think it's, it's funny when you get the snort out of Teastone. Like, all right, you hit a good joke there. Like, you have a tell. You have a legit tell. Like, you can chuckle, and it's like, ah, it's not that funny. If you get a snort out of Tiff, boom, it is like, yeah, that was a good joke. That was, and then you know everything with my grandma. You know, I've been, I was fortunate enough to spend a lot of time with her in her last few days and everything, and. And when my family was around, I guess I get the snort from my grandmother. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really lucky and happy about that. My sister does it as well. So when you get my sister and I together, it's, it's just really funny. And it's, it, that's just the way it is. But you're right. You got to make fun of yourself. Because if you can't, you know, like, then everybody has everything to make fun of you and hurt you. Yeah. So uh, that being said, I know uh, you were up at, uh, obviously, we're supposed to do this Dirtfish Rally Report, ARA, Idaho. This is actually one of the few rallies in this country I haven't been to yet. Uh, this came onto the national calendar. It used to be a regional, came onto the national calendar after I left the sport of rally. Not left it, but just not working in it full time anymore. So I haven't actually been to this one. I know this one was an interesting one. You can talk about the rally itself, Tiff, because I honestly, I can't compare it to anything because I haven't been there. Um, but. David Higgins, no Subarus on the podium. I mean, this is like the equivalent of hell freezing over. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Usually it's, it's you know, Subarus one, two, and then whomever it is can get in there with three. Or, you know, when we were in Portland, it was Travis Pastrana was out there battling Higgins and stuff. And so this year, yeah, it it, it was crazy. So Idaho's a little bit different. Obviously, we fly into Boise, and then we had about 40 minutes east down 21 and we go to like Idaho city and we go to Placerville, which is these areas are just crazy. Um, you know, I've never been to Alaska, but a lot of the people that were around was like, this is kind of like Alaska. So there's a lot of like chicanes, long, twisty, very technical type of roads. And a lot of these roads, cause you know, with a stage rally, you'll have maybe six stages one day, six stages the next day you'll either do the same stage or reverse them. So there's a lot of recce that happens. But on one of them, like Spanish Fork, very windy, very turny. Um, the crazy thing about the terrain really is how silty it is. So I know obviously you know about Baja, and you know how crazy the silt is down there. That's exactly what was happening in Idaho. It was getting very slick, silty, super, super dusty. And I was making the joke, I'm like, I don't know what's worse, mud cake dirt from Crandon or just silty dirt dust from Idaho? Because it was, it stuck in the air. And um, usually they let maybe like the first three to five cars go with a two-minute war- uh, window in between to let the dust settle. Well, since the dust was so big and so massive, they put actually three minutes and then two minutes in between. And that just shows you like how dusty it got. And I'm looking in some of them, and obviously, you know, Jim, like, Sitting in the woods, there's nothing going on except the sounds of the birds, the wind, and then you can hear all the, you know, cars come by. And you're just hearing these cars in the distance, and you just see dust come up in between the pine trees and all that. And it was just really, really cool, and I liked it. It it was very much so a driver's type of stage rally, a driver-co-driver, because there's a lot of, you know, threes and fours in there, and then a lot of twos and threes. So it, it was cool. Yeah, and I've always heard it was a, it's more of a technical rally. You know, it's not the wide open, crazy high speeds. It's a lot of back and forth. I think that was one of the things I know 
Um, you know, we had a UTV third on the podium, you know, uh, Carl Markham, like talk about a crazy effort, but you know, on a, on a flat out race, like some of the stages at Oregon where it's wide open hundred mile an hour, you know, UTVs can't hang, but when it's nice, tight, twisty, technical stuff, like, uh, you know, I know Steph Verdier had a good run as well, but man, UTVs were solid up there at Idaho. And we could talk here all day long with T-Stone, but we got to take a short commercial break and cut this thing short because when we come back, we have ESPN SB nominee and my good friend Steve Torrance right here on the line live. You don't want to miss it. Steve-O never disappoints right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Uh, I'd like to welcome uh, I don't know, one of my really good friends, uh, I guess uh, my brother that I didn't even know until, uh, I guess, last spring, but uh, Steve Torrance, man. Welcome to the show. Always fun, Steve-O. Hey, Beef. Glad to have you. Glad to be back on, man. I appreciate it. How's things going? Uh, everything is uh, everything is good. I, I, you can appreciate this. You're a gun person, right? Uh, you and I are, you know, and um, you and I both uh, like hunting and shooting and stuff like this. Well, uh, I got uh, I got a gun straight straight out of Texas here um, about two weeks ago, and I'm absolutely in love, man. But I bought myself full on Clint Eastwood 44 Magnum, and I got to tell you what, Steve, I am absolutely in love with that cannon right now. <laughs> Dude, that thing's awesome. That's the throwback round and a lot of power, a lot of lead that flies out of that thing. They're fun to shoot. I got one myself and you know, I mean I I don't think if it, you're not a, a Clint Eastwood fan if you don't have a dirty Harry. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, I got that and my dad and I we immediately go out there go out to the range and we go and uh uh, I call it the range. It's out in the desert. Don't don't, don't fool yourself. <laughs> we don't go out there, out to the range. But we got a spot in the desert. We go out there and uh, you know we set up this. Uh, I can't even remember what it was. This big old like can out there, like you know, and it was weighted down. And I you know I fired off that first round. I'd never shot a forty four magnum before. That can went straight up in the air about about five six feet in the air and tumbled it down. And I just both looked at each other and went, "Wow!" Now this is this is what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> tons of power behind that one man that one's cool yeah so uh you know i don't know i don't even know i got a lot to catch up with you on i think we'll probably uh i don't know we're gonna do a little bit different interview today because we can always talk about things but i know esp and sp awards man i know before we got on air you know we're talking you guys before all this happened i didn't even know what an esp and sp was but now man you 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 were in there and i gotta say i'm looking at this cast of characters and you know you've got names like bush and, uh, you know, Scott Dixon, who people consider him one of the greats of IndyCar. You got Louis Hamilton, who is arguably him and Michael Schumacher and a few others, some of the best Formula One drivers of all time. I mean, man, you are in some elite company, Steve-O. It's pretty surreal to be able to, to just be mentioned or nominated for the thing. And like I told you earlier, I didn't even know what an SB award was. But when your name is considered in that list of drivers right there, I mean, that's the best of the best. And it, it, it's... Uh, it's humbling, honestly, just to kind of think somebody thinks that I'm good enough to be nominated to be a good driver. So truly just a blessing. I mean, the the last few seasons that we've had, I get all the glory. I get to do all the talking, but it, it, it ultimately goes down to just my team and my crew. I mean, those guys give me the best race car on race day, and they're the reason for the success. But it is truly an honor to be able to represent an HRA and and be nominated for an ESPY award, you know, that's, that's really special. And you're, you're in, I'm one of the four that's from every motorsport represented. I think it's pretty, pretty dead gum cool. If you ask me. Well, you know, one thing I thought, you know, that was really cool about this too, is, is I, I feel like, you know, everybody knows your story and we've talked about your, your story and things like that. And we'll, you know, kind of talk about your last three years, but like you got nominated for this thing, Steve. And it was like, you know, a lot of, a lot of series, you know, that, you know, their driver gets nominated and it's like, you know, it's just another thing. Oh yeah. They get nominated every year. You know, we'll put out a post, but like, I feel like with this, you know, not only Torrance racing, but I've, I've talked on the phone with Natalie quite a few times in the last week, week and a half, but 
NHRA, I mean, this was an all-hands-on-deck. Like, everybody's like, Steve-O, we are going to go to bat for this guy. Like, that's got to make you feel pretty humble, pretty special, because, you know, it's not like, you know, you got nominated and it's a phone-in. I mean, NHRA and everybody else, they're producing videos. They're going to bat for you on social media. Like, I mean, I know you we were talking beforehand. You've got this whole, like, PR campaign. You're doing all these all these radio shows and things like that. Like, it's got to make you feel pretty special that people, I mean, they're going to war for you over this deal. Honestly, it truly does, you know, and, and, and it's, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's not so much about me, Steve Torrance, as it is about NHRA and, and trying to get some recognition to the sport that, that, um, I think kind of gets left to the side sometimes. And so we're, we're calling all arms and getting everybody involved and really campaigning hard just to, to say, even if you're not a Steve Torrance fan, even if you're, you're not, uh, you know, you root for someone else. It's not so much about me. It's just getting NHRA out there and, and trying to put put our little spot on the map a little bit bigger and get some more recognition. So it, it's a great opportunity to, to push drag racing to the front and, and just get some more people involved with our sport and more fans and, and, and try to try to promote ourselves and our sport a lot better. So I think that even at the end of the day, if, if you're not a Steve Torrance fan but you are a drag racing fan, it would mean a lot to me, and I think the sport in general, if we could represent NHRA and, and possibly go out and win an ESPY. Yeah, well, and, you know, I think that's one thing I applaud ESPN for, too, is something like this where, you know, you and I both know, you know, you talk auto racing, NHRA, it's it's one of the major series. But, um, you know, you look at the big scheme of things, I mean, this is one of the few times a year where, you know, guys from NHRA, guys from NASCAR, you know, I mean, they've got professional bowlers and stuff. But they're, you guys are on the same stage and on the same platform as the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball. I mean, that that doesn't happen very often. And, like, you know, to me, I applaud ESPN for that because it's like they, they've created this thing where, you know, you're going to be sitting in a room with some of the, you know, LeBron James and some of the greatest, you know, Tom Brady and some of the greatest, you know, athletes we know now. And, you know, and like to me, that's really cool that ESPN's created something where, you know, it, it equalizes everybody and everybody's on the same playing field. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. It's crazy to me that um, that just just what you said, I'm going to be in the same room as is the big star athletes and you know the Tom Brady's of of the world and I don't even know what how I got there to be honest <laughs> with you you know it's just like I said a lot of support and a lot of people that push me to the front and I just get to be the guy that that gets to talk and take some of the glory for the Torch Racing Capco team but it uh it's gonna be pretty cool I'm looking forward to it I'm looking to go to LA and 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 be in the SB Awards show and, and just live the experience. My life, I, I have lived a wonderful life, but the last few years have been so eventful and just such wonderful and great opportunities that I've been able to have and experience and, and be part of. It, you, sometimes you just don't want to even pinch yourself in case you might wake up because it's, it's just been a dream so far. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't know what I've done or what we're doing any differently, so we're just going to try to keep doing the same thing. But it's pretty dead gum cool to be able to say, hey, I'm going to the ESPY Awards, and I got nominated for one. And three weeks ago, I didn't even know what an ESPY Award was. So <laughs> so it's, it's pretty cool, man. 
Yeah. Well, you know, and all that being said, I mean, let, we look back at your career, and I mean, Steve, you've taken wins before, and I mean, I go back to, you know, the past couple of years, and, you know, something something happened there in 17, because in 16, I think you had a handful of victories, and, you know, and, and people knew, you know, they knew Steve was always, you know, potential to, you know, go in there and win a race, but 17, there there was something happened. You you know, I think you took eight victories there, and you had a hell of a run at the championship until, uh, you know, until until you guys had some problems, had to swap cars and, you know, stuff kind of hit the fan there. And we all know that story. But then rolling into last year, I mean, you guys were just on another level. And then this year, you know, first couple of rounds, you kind of stumbled out of the gate. But it's been gas on, game on. I mean, you're, what, like six for the last seven rounds I think you've won or, or events. I mean, what happened in 17? I mean, because this team, it was a team that could win. But in 17, you guys became just dominant. It was like It was like the switch got flipped. You know, honestly, it's, it's, it, it, it feels the same way uh, to me as it appears on the outside. Like you just said, the switch got flipped and everything just came together. I mean, my, my mindset as a driver really just clicked and, and not that I didn't have little glimmers of, of just what I was supposed to be doing, but it just changed my mindset. And I really went out with a different attitude and a different drive and and drove the car better. The guys, um, everything has just really come together. And I don't know one pinpoint thing that I can say, oh, we did this or we did that. But, I mean, these guys are just working at the top of their game. And and I think that being able to have that success and to to go and do what we've been able to do in 17, in 18, um, is ultimate preparation for for what we're doing even this year, you know. And and when you – live in that that much intensity and that much uh where you have to have that much focus it's it's truly a trial by fire and and you just get used to living in the fire so anything else is is a little slower paced and a little more relaxed and it's like any it's just human nature to become accustomed to certain levels of stress and certain levels of of um you know just pressure and and that whole my whole team i think we're just working at a different level right now not as not saying that we're better than 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 the rest of the guys out there it's just we've we've been in this mindset for so long that uh you know we don't know how to get out of it i mean you just go out there and you race as hard as you possibly can and you work as hard as you possibly can and spend as much time doing doing what it takes to get it done and just working at a different level to to push that you work so hard and finally when you do kind of take up take a breath of air and look up and look around i mean we've been able to accomplish you know eight 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 wins in 17 11 wins in 18 and and six wins so far this this year in 19 i mean there's people that are asking me questions about, well, you know, you're, you're, you're in the top 10 win list of all time and you're, you're in position to break this record and do this. And I'm like, man, this is crazy to me that, that if you were to ask me in 2012, when we started this deal full time, that I would, I would be able to accomplish what we've done. I would have said, man, if I can win one race, we'll be happy. And, and we're looking at, you know, 33, 34 races down the road that we've won. And it, it's, it's been a, a, 
I won't say it's been a roller coaster ride because we haven't had a whole lot of downs. We've had a whole lot of ups. But all I can tell you is, brother, the good Lord just continues to look after us and bless us because without without believing in, in something like that, I mean, you can't explain any of this. And we'll be back with more with Steve Torrance after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. You know, we all have those home projects we'd like to get to now that summer is here, but there's always something that gets in the way. For a lot of people, they worry about overpaying for their home projects and how can you be sure you're getting a fair price. That's where Home Advisor can help. Home Advisor's True Cost Guide shows what others paid for similar projects so you know you're getting a fair price. Home Advisor can even help you find the right pro for your job, whether it's a leaky faucet or a major remodel. Just tell them what you need, and they'll match you with top-rated pros who can do the job and are available to do the work. You can go in and read customer reviews, see how everybody did, request quotes, how much is it, book appointments, and it's free to use. HomeAdvisor makes it easy, so don't wait. Get those projects done before the busy season hits so you can relax this summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app today. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 Losing hair sucks, and two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. I'm part of that two out of three. I'm glad I found Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair that you already have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. How easy? All it takes is a five-minute sign-up. You have to answer a few simple questions and snap some photos to complete your online doctor consultation. And fear not, the licensed physician will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. And did I mention, it starts at only $10 a month. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you need to do is wait to see a doctor. With Keeps, there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. For a limited time, receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to Keeps.com speed. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash speed. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network.
And we're back here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Got my good friend and top fuel champ and ESPN SB nominee, Steve Torrance, on the line. So, Steve, do you think, and, you know, I know, I know a lot of guys and girls in, uh, in in HRA, you know, this is their day job. You know, we got, you know, you and I got, you know, good friends there, AB and, uh, you know, Leah, and just, you can go down the list, and they, that's what they do. They are a top fuel, top fuel driver. You know, Steve Torrance, that's... Not what you do, man. You work. You got a day job. Do you think that that? <laughs> do you think that day job actually helps? I mean, because you can kind of, you know, I think as we as race car drivers, we can overthink things, you know. And I think you get to take Absolutely. yourself out of that all week long, you know, not all week long, but you know, but you know, during the season, obviously, you're you're on the road more often than not. But you know, there's a few days there in the week where you can go and you can just, you know, jump in some equipment. And, uh, you know, and just kind of take your mind away. Do you think that's actually helped this where you're not overthinking things and you can kind of separate yourself from NHRA for a couple of days every week? 100%. I think it's a, it's, it benefits me. I think that it gets me to a different place and focus on something different and allow me to unravel my mind off of racing and what's going on there. And then when you're able to do that, you work Monday through Thursday and you go Friday morning to the racetrack and, and, you're there for one thing and one thing only, and that's to race and to try to win and go home. And you don't, I don't have time to think about what, what else is happening, what, what this team's doing, what that team's doing, what the points look like. I mean, that's the last thing that's on my mind Monday through Thursday is, is what, what's going to, what somebody else is doing. I mean, I, you know, I talk to the guys at the race shop and make sure that they have everything they need and try to, accommodate any any questions or things that i can do to help them but other than that that thing runs they they run it the way that it should be and and handle it and so we just show up at the racetrack and drive and 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 run the business aspect of torrent racing and and capco but you know as far as the the what's going on in the daily world of drag racing and the rumor meal and, and, and all those things that are distractions, it, 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 I, it doesn't affect me. So I think that, I think that that plays into my favor. Yeah. Well, and we got to take, you said we go to the racetrack and I want to, want to mention something because we, I know your dad, Billy, he's going to the racetrack a bit uh, this year and he's having some success. I mean, uh, you know, obviously we've seen you kind of the last couple of years kind of take over, but I got to tell you the rest of the top fuel, the top fuel, you know, community, I think they're pretty happy your dad's only on a part-time basis because I think if they had two Torrance cars full-time or Capco cars, I, I don't know that they would they would actually like that, Steve. But, I mean, what do you what do you take of your dad and the success he's had? And, I mean, man, when you go up against him in a final round like you did earlier this year, man, that's that's got to be something really special for you guys. Brother, I'm with all them other drivers. I don't, I'm glad he ain't running a cool schedule either. That sucker's bad. He, uh, I'll tell you what, you know, it's, it, it, it's pretty cool to say that my situation is 180 from everybody else typically, you know, or, or most of the drivers that have, that have raced as a family, like Bernstein or some of these other guys that you, you teach your kid how to, how to drive the race car. And, you know, then you kind of school him and you go through it. Well, my dad did that up until alcohol and then, then top fuel. So, he went from from sportsman cars to to driving a fuel car, and I've t- I've tried to teach him everything I know, and and help him through the through the the course of of you know his his career, and it's been really cool to watch. I mean, anything he he does 
everything like I do and, and, and sometimes better. And you're like, well, how'd you do this? Oh, hell, that's what you told me to do. And I'm like, well, I forgot I even knew how to do that. But, um, he, he, he just, he's, he's done an exceptional job. And then when you think that he'll race this weekend and skip a couple races and then race another weekend and then maybe go three or four races and come back and get in the car and, and how well he drives, not only just driving the car down the track and, and being on top of things, but getting in there and, and being good on the tree. I mean, he's, he's, he does a great job and it takes, you know, y- you think these things are probably pretty easy to drive. You stand on the gas, drive them in a straight line and let off and hit the parachutes. Well, I'd welcome anybody that wanted to try it. And more than, more than half of them would not even want to be in it after it cranked up, you know, and to, to get in it and have the, the mental aptitude and just, um, confidence to, to, go up there, concentrate on what the job is at hand, hit the gas and be going a hundred miles an hour in less than a second second and, and still have have a good reaction time and drive the thing down through there and be able to feel it spin the tire and pedal it and, and do all the things that he's been able to do. I'm I'm really, really proud of my dad. Yeah, well, you talk about, you know, having the aptitude to do it. I, I got to tell you, you know, I watch what happens inside, uh, you know, inside your cockpit there, and there's a lot happening in three or four seconds. I mean, there's a lot happening. You guys are left, right, moving this, that. And I don't think people, you know, I think people on TV, they just watch and see, like you said, a straight line. But I don't think they get what it actually takes for a guy like you to keep that car going straight at 300-plus miles an hour for three or four seconds. You know, you're absolutely right there. And and even for me doing it as long as I have, I mean, I kind of downplay it. And here the other day I was showing my dad some, he was asking what I did. And I'm like, I don't really know. So I I went back and found some in-car footage that we had from, from testing. And there is a lot going on. I mean, you're pulling the high side, you're stepping off the clutch, you're pumping the brake, you hit the gas, you drive down through there, you know, and, and, you're you're riding on the seat of your pants to feel anything that in case it happens to to get off the throttle or or whatever you want to do and then you're hitting the parachutes a couple hundred feet before the finish line to make sure that they come out on time um because it takes about 300 feet for these things to open after you deploy them you're traveling you're moving so fast so um it's just there's a lot happening in less than four seconds to to get that car from point eight to point b in a straight in a straight line so yeah when you when you do it all the time you think oh heck i just hit the gas go to the end and slow her down well then you go back and look at that in-car footage and you're like man there's a lot of stuff going on yeah so i gotta ask you you know i know one of my favorite things every single week and i say that every week because it seems like it's becoming every week thing but always on twitter there's always a post you guys are taking the plane back to kilgore and it's always <laughs> bringing another wally to kilgore and it's you and nat and, uh, you know, Mama Kay and, and Billy, and you're always in the plane going and everybody's smiling. It's become one of my favorite pictures every single week because, uh, I mean, you guys are some of my favorite people and it always puts a smile on my face. But I got to ask, what does everybody in Kilgore, Texas, think of what's going on here, Steve, with these ESPYs and everything else? I mean, because I know how it is to be in a small town and everybody treats you just the way they've always treated you. But I also know, like, they got to be pretty, pretty damn stoked on what's going on. Yeah, you know, the support from the whole entire community, Kilgore, Henderson, Tyler, Longview, all just the the whole East Texas area it has been a big support. And, you know, it's people that have never met me, but they're rooting for the hometown guy. And, and 
And then you got fans that I, I don't even know that I see in restaurants and stuff that come up and say, man, are you Steve Torrance? We watch you every weekend. So it, it, it's been pretty cool. And this afternoon I'm going to get a haircut at the barbershop. So I'm sure that I'll catch up on all the, the info and everybody because there's, you know, some people that I hadn't seen um, since the nomination. So that'll be pretty neat. But it's, uh, you know, living in small town Texas and Kilgore and just having uh, having the support is, 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 is you know, I, it's humbling because I've grown up in this community and to see the support that, that people put in behind you, you know, not only when things are bad, but when things are good that uh they're cheering for you and right there with you and and wanting to wanting to see an east texas boy you know do well so it's been pretty cool yeah all right one more question before we let you go and this is just me uh shooting from the hip here but uh i know you got two hobbies obviously nhra top fuel and hunting so uh, i know you've got some trophies before uh you know when when you're hunting and i also know you've got quite a few trophies uh in nhra so I, you know, trophy elk or trophy buck, Steve, or uh, NHRA championship. I mean, what, you know, what, I, I don't want to say pick one or the other, but, uh, you know, what's the feeling? You get, you get kind of the same feeling when you, either way? Brother, I can only say that I've, I, with, with, the, with the one top fuel championship, there's no amount of trophy animals that compares to, to what it takes. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, a trophy is, is, not so much the animal you harvested or the trophy you got, but the experience and, and what it took to get there, you know, and, and a lot of people get, a lot of people bend the, the whole hunting thing wrong and, and, and say, Oh, why'd you go hunt? Why'd you kill this animal? Well, first and foremost, I'm going to eat that animal. And secondly, it was an experience of, of going out and being in the wild, and you know, doing that. But, this I'm, I'm looking in the corner of my office right now at this world championship trophy and and there's there's 10 other guys that i share that experience with and and every one of us have a different memory and some of us have the same exact memories but it's all a story and a book and a chapter of our lives that led to that moment and that resembles it so i'm gonna tell you by far it was a year long experience. It was 24 races. It was 11 final rounds. It was the last round at Pomona against Tony Schumacher, the Sarge, the most dominant top fuel driver ever and beating him on a whole shot and winning six for six. I mean, there's just all of those memories are are represented in that trophy. So I'm going to have to tell you by far a top fuel world championship is the greatest. All right. So uh, heading to uh, ESPN ESPYs in a couple of weeks. I know we want everybody to go over to uh, ESPN side. I got you got it up on your social media. I've got it up on mine. NHRA does things. NHRA.com slash vote Steve. Steve, heading to the ESPYs. You got a new cowboy hat or are you pulling out Old Faithful? Man, I tell you what, we may not rock the cowboy hat to the ESPYs. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to expect, and, and I don't want to have to carry that thing around with me, so we're probably just going to go everything like we did for the banquet minus the cowboy hat all right well thank you steve always fun my friend i appreciate it and we are definitely voting every day for you buddy hope to see you on top there at uh, the espies in la thank you very much sir i sure do appreciate it and it was good being on and steve torrance never disappoints big thanks to him for taking the time to come on the show you know and uh 
I call him my brother and things like that, you know, and, and honestly, true story, you go back a year and a half, uh, you know, I didn't know Steve at all. I knew of Steve, but I didn't know Steve at all. Never interviewed him before anything until uh, Razor Star Car. And uh, we had Antron Brown and Steve Torrance come in. And, man, uh, you know, Steve immediately, you know, we had him out here in the desert in Parker for testing. And uh, immediately it was one of those things where I went, wow, this guy, like, you know, he and I just clicked. He's a good boy, Texan boy, uh, blue collar, grinded out, earned everything he's got. And, uh, you know, Steve and I got to know each other. And, um, you know, I ended up, uh, you know, obviously had him in Star Car, got to talk with him and, um, you know, and it, quite a bit, get to know him, went out to uh, the NHRA Four Wides there in Vegas. Jolene Van Butte and I went out there, spent some time with him and the whole family, got to know Billy, Mama Kay, the whole team, obviously uh, Natalie Janke there that, uh, that is with Torrance Racing, become a very good friend of mine. And, uh, you know, Gary Pritchett uh, works for Steve Torrance. Leah Pritchett's uh, husband, uh, you know, works for Steve Torrance. Uh, you know, I've got to know him. And, uh, you know, just the entire Torrance Racing team, just an absolute great group of people. I mean, um, you know, definitely part of my NHRA family, and, and they've welcomed me with open arms. And honestly, you know, we started doing a lot of NHRA content coverage on the show. A lot of it, honestly, is because of Antron and Steve and just how the NHRA community has opened their arms to me. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, you saw my pictures on Instagram and that, Don Schumacher Racing. I uh, had some time to, you know, had the opportunity to spend some time at their shop in Indy when I was there for the GP. But uh, honestly, it's uh, it's just been uh, – been a breath of fresh air to deal with uh, just an organization like Torrance Racing. Steve, get to know him, and uh, you know, just uh, just so so much fun. I think the world of him. And seriously, if you guys haven't already, nhra.com/slash/vote/steve. Get your vote in. You can do it once a day. Uh, they're on the site because he's up for an ESP and SB nomination, and uh, man, he deserves it if anybody does. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Guys, you manscape, right? You know, tidy up below the belt, trim the Yeti. Every guy knows the tree stands taller when the shrubs are trimmed. And 9 out of 10 women said that they prefer their men manscaped. But you got to use the right tools for the jewels or you look like you clear cut the forest with a machete. And nicks and cuts are the last thing the twins down south need. Pop over to my buds at manscaped.com and check out their perfect package 2.0 featuring the lawnmower, which is the perfect tool for below the waist grooming. And it's rechargeable and waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. Manscaped invented skin-safe technology that won't nick or snag Mars or Uranus, which hurts like the dickens when Jupiter ascends. Order your Perfect Package 2.0 featuring all the right tools for the jewels and get 20% off plus free shipping and a free travel bag. Pop over to manscaped.com and enter promo code USA for 20% off plus free shipping and a free travel bag. Manscaped.com, promo code USA. That's manscaped.com. Promo code USA. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. 
Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. All right, we're here to wrap things up on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor for today. A big shout out to all of my guests. Big thanks to Tiffany Stone, Chris Leone for all their help and support that they do every single week. Uh, Big thanks to my boy Steve Torrance for uh, calling into the show, as well as uh, Colton Herta. Uh, thanks to everybody there at uh, Herta, you know, it, it's Herta Steinbrenner Racing. Sorry, Harding Steinbrenner Racing. Uh, Herta, yeah, that's a different team in the paddock, right? But, uh, yeah, thanks to everybody that's helped that out. Uh, make sure you can go over to uh, NHRA.com dash boat Steve and uh, vote for my boy Steve Torrance. Get those votes in. You can vote every single day, and you know I'm going to be tuned in to uh, watch ESPN ESPYs on television to see, uh, hopefully see Steve get crowned. But, uh, yeah, make sure and uh, go over to iTunes. Subscribe to this show, rate, review, and subscribe. Check out Project Action as well. And uh, make sure and check out the Four Wheel Parts Down and Dirty Show Off-Road Edition uh, each and every week. Uh, you know, we've uh, and we've got Project Action. I got all kinds of shows. Check us out on the web, downanddirtyshow.com, at Jim Beaver15 on social media. Big thanks to Polaris Razor General Tire, Four Wheel Parts, Vision Wheel, MyMedic.com. Use the coupon code Jim Beaver. It'll get you 15% off at MyMedic.com. Uh, Gibson Exhaust, Dirt Fish, Moto Shield Pro, uh, my good friends at Super ATV. And if you're looking for 15% off at Dirtfish, uh, make sure and use the coupon code JBDirtfish, and that will get you 15% off any and all classes. Thanks to everybody that has used that coupon code and keep spreading the word, man. I love to. Um Absolutely love, 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 uh, you know, when you guys use that coupon code, they know, hey, you tune into the Down and Dirty Radio Show. That is right. Um, so, yeah, and uh, I am taking a break next week. Don't forget. Uh, but we will have Project Action dropping. But uh, I'll be on social media. Uh, be answering fan questions. Make sure and hit me up. And uh, if you got any guest suggestions, let me know because we got episode number 400 coming up, and I'd like to get the biggest and best back on for that. All right, we'll see you next week right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by... Polaris Razor.